0: Welcome to another episode of Lunch with the Shark. Join us as we dive deep into discussions about business, accounting, and finance to help you build a business that thrives. Now sit back and have a bite with your host, the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa. Well, hello, hello, good afternoon. Welcome to a new edition of Lunch with the Shark. I am Vidal, the Shark CFO, Espinosa, and I wanna thank you for joining us Uh, This Wednesday afternoon, we apologize for not being on the air uh, Monday and Tuesday, but you know what the shark and its team does need some time off and uh, we actually got invited by my brother to a quick getaway for the weekend and we headed down to Loreto Bay and let me tell you one thing. Please don't go, because it's paradise. I really, really uh, uh, want to keep that secret. And uh, we want to keep it uh, in the low key, because let me tell you one thing. It's paradise. Uh, And also, safety precautions down there are to the fullest extent. Unfortunately, not at the airport nor at the air uh, um, yes, at the airport. So you have to keep your own precautions. but everything, everything it's amazing. Uh, we went out uh, snorkeling, fishing, kayaking, paddle boarding, relaxing. It was super relaxed. We caught nine uh, dorados. I think it's mackerel. I don't know what it is in English, but we caught nine dorados. Uh, The chef at the resort where we're staying, amazing. He actually made a dinner for us. Uh, We had ceviche. We had uh, that fish uh, made uh, two ways, uh, saranjado and three chili crust. And it was amazing. Amazing relaxation, amazing time, amazing everything. So, thank you. Thank you for bearing with us. And uh, we were going to do it live actually I had no uh, brain to do it because I was super disconnected um so you need to do the same you need to relax and actually be present as to what you're doing and being present as to what you're doing it's funny because we at Invictus we actually manage our workload in a certain way that we actually meet with clients and possible clients Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we actually work, uh, not that we don't work Tuesdays and Thursdays, but we actually take care of businesses Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And today I was looking at one of our mentors and he actually has a, a thing called work on your business day. W O D, not W O W, W O D. Work on your business day, and it's actually a day that you dedicate either a week, hopefully, or biweekly, monthly, where you actually work just on your business. You create systems, processes. Uh, you clean up your emails you actually work on your business, uh, the intake, the offboarding, onboarding, everything, everything. The only way to grow your business is by systematizing it, by creating a process that it's actually so clear that anybody can take it upon and move forward your business. So implement it, work on your day, uh work on your business day uh, you actually send an email to your clients and say hey uh this with this day uh we are going to be working in our business uh so please bear with us we'll respond to you in the next 48 hours with any inquiries if you have like urgent pressing matter please call us and uh we'll take care of it obviously they're clients and you see first For your clients, but if you don't, if you don't create your own systems, processes, uh try to make your business excellent, how can you offer that to your clients? Uh I feel that it's 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 required, it's necessary. It's it's something that you must do, it's something that you must have. And if you don't have, implement it. Implement it because it is amazing. We actually work on our business once a week and it's not on the weekends anymore. And the weekends, it's no longer on the weekends, on a Friday basis. And uh, we create systems, we create processes. If you don't want to create them, buy them. Just go look online and buy them and just adopt them to your company, to your business. Okay, so do so. I think I, there's a nugget that everybody can use. There's a nugget that we can uh, see, that we can apply, and everything. So let us do that, okay? So um, let's dive into the week, short week, uh, of business. Uh, our Lunch with a Shark week. Uh, we are going to touch on the topic of finances. Uh, and today we're going to talk about one of the biggest problems with businesses and in general not starting up moving forward new businesses every business has cash flow problem what is cash flow you ask cash flow is the amount of money that comes into your company and the amount of money that goes out of your company and let me tell you one thing it's not just for uh, the revenue which is an influx or the expenses that it's in. it's everything that comes into your business and anything that goes out of your company your business bank account credit terms, okay think of it as a wave that comes in and out of the beach Ah you see what I'm doing there? Um positioning it as to what we just experienced. So yeah, cash flow, it's a wave. Comes in, goes out, comes in, goes out. Many businesses deal with cash flow issues on a regular basis. And or you have an accountant or CFO we can actually help you manage those ups and downs of your cash flow most companies go as far as creating a budget an annual annual budget but you generally create that budget based on your accrual financials not your cash flow financials ah There are many reasons why companies have cash flow issues tons of them i can name you millions but we're going to focus on five today the first and the biggest issue that most companies have when it comes to cash flow problems it's not enough sales not enough revenue most people will say duh well not necessarily The key is to understand why you are not selling enough. Sales issues are generally tied to one of the following three problems. The sales price is too high. The marketplace isn't receiving your product or service. You're doing a poor job of researching the right audience and explaining why you are different than anyone else out there it's very interesting that um when it comes to this because i actually recently posted on my facebook my personal facebook it's my personal belief it's my personal opinion not the company's that sometimes you take too much time to address certain matters with clients. And somebody commented, yes, and also when it comes to them asking a lot of questions and not signing the proposal or moving forward without the proposal, like meaning they don't hire you. Well, I actually, I was going to reply to that post and that comment saying, I don't refer to that when it comes to people asking for proposals because the issue is not on them. The issue or the problem relies on you. You clearly did not hit the mark. You clearly did not um, satisfy their pain. It's not the price. It's not the issue. It's that you did not clearly stated it the solution to their pain that's the only reason they did not go with you in many cases you'll find that your sales problems are actually tied to multiple factors not just your price or not just addressing the pain point or not just knowing your target market it's a combination it's not it's never just one point okay the sooner you dig in and you find out what's causing your lack of sales, the faster you can pursue a solution. Remember, where energy, fo- where, where energy, where flow focus goes, energy flows. And the problem, the solution, the, the, the issue is you need to focus 20% of the problem, 80% of the solution. The sooner you can focus on finding a solution of the lack or low, sales revenue the sooner and the faster you can implement a solution so the number one problem it's not enough sales second problem not having the right income stream model when you start your business you are focused on the type of product or services that you're selling versus how to sell it let me repeat this when you're starting up you're focusing on your business on the type of product or services that you're selling versus on how to sell it meaning you don't know how to sell when you have a specific product that has a long shelf life let's say a mattress the pricing has to reflect the length of the goods provided so you you're going to sell to just that family for that particular bed one mattress every four or five years so you need to price it accordingly us for instance we do provide services on a monthly basis so but there's actually things that are provided only once over the year Example, tax return, example, minutes of uh, annual minutes for your corporation, Uh, business license filings and things like that. So it's only once a year. So we have to uh, recognize that expense or that time uh, or that and amortize it over the 12 month period. So it's all spread even through the year. Because if we don't do that, at the end of the year, you're going to have a huge impact when it comes to the client on that expense. So if we have it on a linear uh, model, it's easier for the client to amortize it or recognize it on a cash flow basis. Does that make sense? We don't have spikes in our services at the end of the year. So you need to know how to price it accordingly, but sell it properly. You need to strike a balance between your large one-time purchases when it comes to services and products and your small recurring services. You should have both in your business to make sure you have consistency when it comes to cash flow for your business. It's like also in the coaching industry, you're gonna have clients that buy just once every year your big package. So that's a big spike, $70,000 a year. And what about the rest of the year? You have maybe three events a year, that's a spike and one or two months Every, every uh, four months out of the year, like real estate agents, they on the average sell 2.3 houses a year, meaning that there's a spike every 4.6 months, every five months approximately in their revenue. What about the rest of those months? So you need to plan, plan accordingly. Number three, you are too passive about your receivables. Meaning, you forget to collect. You don't know how to collect. You disregard your collectibles, your receivables. What are receivables? It's the amount that your client owes you For your services over a particular time if you sell or you provide 90 60 30 days credit or whatever every month the client needs to pay you every three months the client needs to pay you do you pursue those receivables on due time one of the fastest cash flow killers particularly for small business to business businesses it's the result from unpaid invoices from clients if you aren't being proactive about collecting payments from your clients you could be on the way to a dangerous cash flow situation because you are actually allowing your client to not pay you and when you want the client to pay you it's because your your cash it's up here like oh shit I'm struggling to get some air for cash so your client you educate your client you're telling your client it's okay not to pay me but when you call them and they don't pay you you get upset right because we all get upset when things don't go our way that's the only time that you get upset that's that's the only time that oh food for thought you don't do this, blah 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 blah, then it's upsetting on me because it doesn't fall fall under what I think it's correct. It doesn't, it's not benefiting me. So if it doesn't benefit me, it's affecting me, it's a problem, it's unethical, it's unprofessional. Why? Because it only affects you. Why? But you out you allow it. If you allow to go on a big time or big period of your clients not paying you that's on you not on your client okay you're not diligent yes it's your client's responsibility yes but you are the proactive person okay so you need to be proactive good policy includes a five penalty a five percent late penalty after five days and work stoppage after 30 days past due do you know what this is going to do? This is actually telling your client that you care, that you care the service that you're giving them, that you care that that when you implement these policies, on you, that if the client calls you, you provide immediate service based on your policies, 24/48 hours. That you follow that. If your client falls behind, you need to tell them. Let me tell you once you implement this you're not have big issues if your client don't know for sure that they hear from you the moment a payment is late you're sure to be last of their vendors to get paid vendors get paid by them remember reminding their clients to pay you have to be proactive it's your money you provided the service okay Number four, Jesus Christ. Not using a budget. Not using the budget, a budget. So, say you've set realistic expectations for future sales, revenue, okay? You've re. You start spending based on the revenue. Okay, and you're doing everything possible to make your clients pay. These three challenges alone will do wonders for your company. Long-term cash flow, long-term. But without tracking your cash in and out, you may still find your business in a tight spot. And depending on the industry, the months just after the New Year's, our time when cash flow can be particularly tight. So knowing this will actually help you anticipate when you have more money going out than coming in. So you can plan ahead for those difficult periods. I gave you examples already. Real estate agents. Every 4.6, every five months, they get an influx of cash, but every month they have expenses and what they want to do is they want since they're grasping for air as soon as they get cash pretty much everything goes out shit what about the next 3 4 months they still have to pay rent salary utilities and things like that do you budget do you project it's simple prediction based on your known numbers but you know what Fuck your numbers, fuck your numbers. We are even saying it here. You need to know your revenue, that's all. That's why it's so important to complete objective and realistic sales forecasting based on historical evidence and real numbers. Is your accountant providing you real numbers? Or is your accountant doing numbers based on what you tell them? That's not a consultant. If you tell them what to do, they are not your consultant. They're not, they don't have the best interest, your best interest in mind because they're just following what you're telling them because they're afraid of being let go. Just analyze that. Understand that a good consultant would always do what is right and the in the best interest of the client. They don't follow instructions from the client because that's what they're getting they are being paid for to actually consult for the client, not do what the client tells you. Beware. Okay, and also beware, clients mixing personal and business expenses oh my god this is so simple like you know what my neighbor told me to open an llc because they're using it to pay for their mortgage they're using it to pay for their vacation that's so simple it's a deductible dude come on mixing personal and business expenses by mixing personal and business expenses you really can tell if your business may or may not have a good cash flow. Last week, I sat down with a couple of clients, and they were talking about cash flow. Actually, we we're talking about cash flow utilizing the two checking accounts and so forth, so on. And oh, how are we going to pull money? I'm like, what do you mean? Yes, 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 yes. I'm going to come from Mexico to to San Diego, and I'm gonna, I'm going to uh, I'm going to spend those those uh, uh, expense those uh th- those monies uh, dude are you opening the business for tax purposes or are you opening the business to make money oh no no, no we want to make money but why are you trying to mix personal and business but but that's what they told me to i'm your consultant i'm telling you otherwise no we are not spending or expensing those uh travel trips in your company do you want to know how much money you're making yes do you want to maximize your 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 investment yes okay so let's do it this way don't mix personal and business but just taking withdrawals based on when you need money you would not get an accurate picture of the monthly cash flow of your business your business account it's not your petty cash your business account even though it's your business even though you own the business it's not your personal credit card let your business money be managed by your business if you need money allocate a salary for you yes it's going to cost you there's other strategies allocate project oh you know what it's very oh uh, i get this very often it was like "Ooh, i i uh, my credit card for the company it's it it's identical to my credit card my personal credit card we'll separate them oh it's so easy to get confused well don't carry your business credit card and carry your personal credit card and reimburse oh no no Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I mix my debit cards, they're identical. Separate them. It's on you. Really? And it's a lame excuse. Oh, I mix them up. Because when you're in front of a judge in tax court, the judge is gonna laugh at you. Trust me. The judge is going to laugh at you, and they're gonna be like yes that's a lame excuse that's not reasonable cost. that's salary or that's distributions you owe us taxes and we can get you on tax evasion they're not just gonna slap your hand nope they're not is your accountant advising you on that or is your accountant just blindsiding and putting all the information you provide them for tax purposes When you know how how money flows through you. Are we still, yes, yes, we're still there. I was, there was like a little delay or something. So it's a clear you must have very healthy cash flow projections your accountant it's just going to give you cash flow report a controller or cfo they are going to help you strategize for your cash flow projections budgets so don't expect your bookkeeper to help you strategize for your cash flow don't expect your accountant or your tax preparer to help you strategize for that cash flow. Okay, it's going to be your controller CFO. If you have any questions, send us an email, book a consultation with us, Invictus-Advisor-Sharp. We can actually help you strategize for your cash flow, help you understand the difference because between cash flow and budget between your profit and loss and your bank accounts we can help you it's very simple it's very easy but it's all on you it's not on us who cares more about your business (coughs) excuse me your tax advisor your controller your cfo your bookkeeper your mom your dad or you answer that question who cares more about your business tomorrow we will be hosting another webinar at 11 a.m pacific standard time call is your accountant hurting your business they might they might be hurting your business and not only your business they might be hurting you on this webinar we are going to cover how to know if your accountant is hurting your business. And the top five questions, your business, all business owners should be asking their accountant. Remember, bookkeeper is different than accountant. Bookkeeper, it's a different than an accountant. So don't go back to your bookkeeper and blame them and ask them for some of the things that we're going to discuss in this webinar. You must be at the webinar to understand the importance of having an accountant, the importance of having somebody read to you the financial statements, issue you financial statements, provide you financial statements. Okay, so you can sign up for this webinar. It's free of charge. It's complimentary. The only thing we ask from you is to be attentive, to be on time, and to want to grow your business. You can sign up at Invictus-Advisors.com webinar. Also, it's really easy to subscribe to our channel in YouTube. Search for Invictus Advisors in YouTube and click the big red subscribe button on the right-hand side. That is... This is going to keep you up to date every time we go live on YouTube. So follow us. There's a little video there, so you can you can uh, get information. Uh, you can get up to date information on our uh, social media. Follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube. I think that my marketing team is also talking and putting us talking about putting us on, on um, what is it called? On TikTok. I am still not super um, on board for that, but I think our marketing uh, consultants and marketing team are thinking that they're gonna start dancing there. so it's up to them, not up to me. I am not going to be dancing. So, so I'm throwing it out there just just FYI right? I'm gonna be eating my own words. so okay so today's quote comes from Larry Ellison. The co-founder of Oracle, okay, he said, if your cash is about to run out, you have to cut your cash flow. CEOs have to make those decisions and live with them however painful they may be. You have to act and act now and act in the best interest of the company as a whole. Even if it means that some people in the company who are your best friends have to work somewhere else. Does that make sense? Is cash flow hurting your company? Maybe you need to cut some heads, unfortunately. And those heads might be people, team members that are only costing the company by not generating revenue or providing value. Thank you so much for tuning in today on Wednesday Lunch with the Shark. Thank you for bearing with us while we were on a little uh, hiatus, but we enjoyed it. Sorry to be uh, nagging about that. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow for our webinar. And see you tomorrow with another Lunch with a Shark. Bon appetit. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Lunch with a Shark. If you would like to set up a consultation with the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa, visit his website, www.invictus-advisors.com. And don't forget to subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and LinkedIn.